everyone, this is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you. Welcome back, everyone. G'day, mate. <clears throat> How's it going, buddy? <laughs> I'm all right. That's uh, my uh, nap face on, you see. I was, uh, I was taking a nap, and then I woke up too late. And here yes. we are. <laughs> I was I was taking a sleep as you do overnight and then woke up early to find you napping. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least we share we share one passion for sleeping. We should, that. We should do a sleep podcast. How did you sleep? You know, if I oh, you know that that's a thing, right? Mm. Is that it there are podcasts of people telling stories just to make you go to sleep? It is the saddest thing. <laughs> it's like they, they they start just waffling on and on about stuff and just going on relentless tangents about the most boring things. They'll start talking about like caterpillars and they'll go on tangent tangents is about my thing. humming. <laughs> but but really they live in the tangent and and it makes no sense. But I tried it once and it legitimately makes you sleep because it's so oh. boring and stupid. But it I totally missed, works. It. it takes it's it's a real skill I think actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I miss I missed the boat. Then I should have gone on that. You know, yeah, that, that that should have been our pod, man. Just make people go to sleep, mm. or maybe we are making people go to sleep, and we just don't know it. Hopefully, oh no, wait, no. All right, <laughs> let's go back. So, on so, before, <laughs> so we, before we put people to sleep, who are you, Tom? <laughs> ah, all right. Oh, anyway, my name is Tom. I'm fifty percent one half of the Catching Up with the Nut podcast. I am still French, and I still like video games and stuff like that. I've been married to a lovely woman named Liz or Ellie. For the past something years and uh happily married i was gonna say so she always reminds me i never say happily married and you do and it's true happily married um together we've got two kids <laughs> one who is uh about to be 12 in august emily and the other one who is four um louis they both love video games and so do i i think that's where i stopped this week what about you sir who are you I am Juan Carlos Garay, but everybody calls me JC. I'm originally from Honduras, uh, but made my way to Portland, Oregon via London for 10 years where I met Tom. Uh, and somewhere along the way, I met a wonderful woman named Fiorella and have been happily married for uh, 17 Some years, years. <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and no, I'm not older. just got married early. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, I've got two kids, uh, one called Aiden, who is about to be 12 in August, uh, a fellow nerd. We were just uh, talking the other day about his love for anime. And I've got a little girl named Arabelle, a wannabe nerd one day. Uh, so far, her entry into the nerd world is My Little Pony, uh, which I am supportive but not encouraging of. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And that's it, man. I'm the other half of this podcast. And I relentlessly say stuff that gets Tom to trouble his wife. So, Ellie, I hope what? you're listening. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, there's nothing you can say that would leave me into trouble. It's all there good. you go. Um, let's, ah, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Welcome, yeah, everyone, again, to our, to our latest episode, our new episode. So, what are we on about this week, JC? I think, I think we're, we're about to talk MonsterVerse, but... Before we do that, do you want to start? What did you enjoy this week? What did you read, watch, oh. enjoy? What am I nerding out about this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I finished uh, Doomsday Clock, uh, the, the DC run. That's like yep. the Watchmen and DC crossover. Um, that's some deep shit, dude. That's some really <laughs> deep shit. 
like it, it's like meta about life but also like it's like a commentary on like this is the weirdest thing it's a commentary on dc's publishing process i think actually okay. which is kind of weird yeah it, it ends up being the explanation of why they've rebooted the universe so many times because they did like the new 52 and stuff like that it's kind of like a meta explanation of that so i still don't know how mm. i feel about it like i really enjoyed it but but it's just a little too deep and like definitely not like average person accessible like if you've never read dc or not aware about the dc universe it really is not the best way to start at all um so yeah so yeah, feelings about it, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it it, it was it took a very interesting twist at the end. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that said, I finished reading that, and then I've been watching uh, Invincible. It's been my my absolute like when since I I stopped watching uh, Harley Quinn on HBO Max, which has been the favorite thing I've watched this year. Uh, Invincible is sneaking up. Invincible is really damn yeah. good. So yeah, that, that's that's my my nerdiness this week. Um. Well, funny enough, half of your nerdiness is also what I've done. So I've been watching Invincible, uh, all four episodes. Okay. Have, you got, have you gone through all four? Uh, I'm halfway through the fourth. Okay, cool. Um, so I'll try, I'll try not to spoil it for you. But um, I've, yeah, I've watched all four episodes. I thought that was pretty good. I really liked episode two. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I think is the one that ends with a lot of violence or starts with a lot of violence. I can't remember which one, which is which. Like the, the Sorry, but it ends with that scene where it goes like really red. Like, yes. like the whole polar ca- the color palette changes and as he's like yeah. flying it's like that that's the the second one i really enjoyed the end of that one yeah so that, that was pretty something i, I was because i knew i know nothing about it like to be completely uh, honest with yeah, me neither um, i had no 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 knowledge of it i didn't know anything about it and so i went in completely blind and um, it, it's actually really good quality. I, li- I like the art. I like the story. I like the characters. There's a couple of moments that are extremely funny. Um, there's some moments that actually freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't expecting yeah. violence, um, the blood yeah. and the, the guts flying everywhere. And um, no, overall, overall, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty much looking forward to what they'll they'll be doing in the next few episodes and you know the rest of the series. Um, so that's the first thing I've, I've watched, enjoyed. And I actually watched yep. the, four, the four the four episodes in in two days. Like it went, they 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 all about an hour, nice. forty minutes, forty five minutes. They, um, they're surprisingly long, but they fly by just because the by. pacing yeah. is so nice. It doesn't feel like it's fifty minutes, um, yeah. but yet it's 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 longer than all the Marvel shows. That's the crazy part. Uh, the, and the things I think I think we'll, we'll have an episode. Of, you know, we'll 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 have a podcast about it. But uh, what what still blows yeah. my mind is the, the voice artists, so all the actors that sign up to the. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Things. Like every time I'm like, I, I recognize that voice, and I go and look it up on IMDb, and it's like, shit, it's him or it's hers. And you're like, like massive, like five star cast in terms of in terms of voices and actors that they've picked for even for little roles, like little role that you you don't see. Like, was it John Hamm? Is in the first? Yeah. First, Two minutes of the episode, like, and you don't I see know. him after it, that. It probably. starts with him. Yeah, it starts with him, right? He's yeah. one of the security guards outside of the White House. Yeah. And like, I know. Oh, it's John Hamm. Like, you know, I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, transform into something. And no, he's just a security security guard. He's just a flex. Like just Jason Sudeikis, like Zazie yeah. Beats. That's I was really surprised with Zazie Beats. I'm like, I didn't yeah. realize she was in the cast. Like, She's good. I was like, damn. <laughs> it's like it's 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 super stacked cast. Oh yeah, but anyway, well, I think we'll, we'll we'll go into more details um, yeah, at some point for we'll, sure. when they they. Well, I don't know if we'll wait at the end of the season or if you go halfway through it. Um, yeah, so that, that's something I really enjoyed. And the second thing is which which is really well, it's not nerdy, but uh, 
I found myself spending a lot of time on Facebook Marketplace this week and buying some random consoles from people that are local to us. Ah, nice. <laughs> that's, a, that's super nice. That's my side business, you know, finding <laughs> stuff on, on Facebook Marketplace and selling it on, on eBay. Um, but yeah, that's nice. Ultra, ultra, ultra nerdy. Ah, nice. I, I, I feel do, sad. Do you like fix it. it up and stuff <laughs> or just like straight sell it? depends sometimes i find i find something of interest and I'll, I'll keep it for myself and sometimes i just uh you know open it up and say like i got a ps2 this week and i went oh look it's awesome and i'm gonna fix it and then i fixed it and i went actually don't need it so i'm saying on ebay um so <laughs> and i last found myself spending hours on the freaking place and just going into you know into uh, different pages and ads and i'm like oh, i spent too much time on this i should be enjoying life instead of just Spending an hour. What do you mean? You should be out socializing with people in common places and having fun? <laughs> Shit, we no. haven't done in a year? <laughs> no. Actually, yeah, no, we, we, we're back to that on, on Monday, which is tomorrow by the time we record. Oh, really? Freedom oh, cool. tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Anyway, anyway, get yourself vaccinated, people. Get yourself- yes, yes, get out and get vaxxed. Um, right, let's go back uh, to the topic at hand. Monsterverse. So we've had... Godzilla versus Kong coming out. What was it? Two weeks ago, or something like that. Yep. And um, I watched it, and we are going to talk about it. And then we said, "Oh, JC went. Hey, Tom, how about we talk about the MonsterVerse?" And I went, "MonsterVerse? What is that?" Yeah. Oh, good question, right? Um, <laughs> this is the funny thing: is like I never actually realized there was such a thing as MonsterVerse. And then I went, uh, you know, two seconds of research, I went, "Oh, okay, that's what it is. That makes sense." Um, so it's interesting. So for those who don't know what a MonsterVerse is, it's literally the world that, um, well, where Godzilla and, and Kong, King Kong yep. share with our worlds, basically. But that's the, within their, our world and their world, there's a lot of stuff happening and a lot of uh, history that is being shared. And that's where we've got a, a bunch of movies that came out, a bunch of also anime. Um, actually, going ahead of ourselves, but there's an anime coming out also on Netflix uh, with Godzilla and, and Kong. Yep, see your face. Oh. Um, yeah, soon. I think it's, it's supposed to be dropping in June or July. I'm not sure. I've not seen the confirmed date. Oh, I did. Res- I gotta go check that out. That sounds pretty cool. Yes, that's gonna be cool. Um, so basically, MonsterVerse is it's 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 four movies as it stands right now, right? Yeah. So well, it's Godzilla that came out in 2014. It's Kong Skull Island in 2017, and Godzilla King of Monsters 2019, and Godzilla vs Kong 2021. Couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, so. Around those four films, you've got a shared fictional universe, and it's, it's literally about, like I said, Godzilla and King Kong and a bunch of other monsters that came along the way. And we'll go. Should, should we go into into every, every single movie and talk about them really quickly? Let's get there, buddy. Uh, you've you've watched you watched all of them, right? You watched all, all four. Uh, I, the only one I didn't watch was Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Uh, actually, I watched Godzilla when almost when it came out, the original one, yeah, in, in around 2014. Um, I was actually really looking forward to that movie. Uh, Kong Skull Island. I watched this week, and then I watched Godzilla vs Kong this week. I mean, the, the King King of Monsters actually is funny because uh, again, looking at into all, every single one of those films, is the one that has. There's the worst rated out of all of all four movies. Yeah. And it's weird because that's actually the one of them that is one that I really like. <laughs> so oh, I really? Oh, it. I got to go back and check it out. Then. It, it, it made me doubt my taste in movies. <laughs> I was like, how come everyone else, you know, didn't like it? I was like, oh, actually, no. I had a lot of fun watching that one. Um, okay. 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm getting old and my taste in in stuff well, is getting. <laughs> well, I, I think that, that I think that's an underlying theme to the MonsterVerse, which is it makes you question what's good. Because I enjoyed actually all of these movies, but I wouldn't call any of them good movies. But it's just a different viewing experience. Like they can't be rated against other things in the same way. Is my belief? I, I think it's not the same scale. It's not the same scale. But you know what's funny though, and, and as you said that, it's like I'm thinking about it. I'm like. I've enjoyed all four movies, but I can't go ahead and recommend it to everyone. I can't go and say, you know, if somebody asked me like, hey, what should I watch this week? Like, you got anything good going on? Like, it can be about anything. And I, I wouldn't go necessarily go and say, hey, go and watch Godzilla from 2014. I enjoyed it, but I don't know if everybody else will. It's really a, a weird one. True. I, I, the only one of these that I would recommend to somebody that's mm. not into this stuff would be, funny enough, Godzilla versus Kong. Same. Same. Yeah, I think Same. it's the most accessible out of all of them. It's um, oh god, are we jumping again? The there, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's sorry, we're good. <laughs> let's talk about history. Yeah, let's talk about history. And I, I think I think we just quickly go because I, I did I yeah. did um, um, to look at what what the movies was about. So let, let's start with Godzilla 2014. Um, it's sort of a shall we say it's a relaunch? It's a re, re uh, it's 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 a reboot. Actually, oh, oh wait, wait, no. There, there is a nerdy difference that we should clarify for for, for to, to make to make things more accessible for our our, mm. our listeners. Uh, or the difference between I found this out today. The difference between a relaunch and a reboot is, for example, um, you can reboot. Uh, let's see. Let me see a good example of it. Um, actually, Godzilla is a perfect because, like, it's taking the character and doing another origin story of that character. Yes. Okay. And through a different lens, right? So that kind of like a reboot of that is like, for example, like Wonder Woman has been rebooted uh, mm -hmm. in DC where we did the new 52. It's like they gave her a different origin, slightly different, but different, yeah. right? So it's like you get something different from the character, but the character just continues to be that character and has no previous notion of what it used to be, right? Oh, a okay. relaunch is when you bring back the character and give it a new storyline, right? But you don't, you don't actually change who the character is necessarily okay. uh so so like for example all the mission impossible movies were they, they effectively when jj abrams took that franchise over he relaunched that franchise because it was still tom cruise he still had the same backstory sure. but it, it it took a very different turn in every possible way and it just made the franchise better but that wouldn't be a reboot uh x-men when they come back in the marvel universe that's going to be a reboot okay yeah exactly yeah, yeah. this is a total difference okay yeah so anyway, Godzilla comes back. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's back. He never left. Um, yeah. If if you've watched the old like nineteen what was it nineteen forties Godzilla, there's like an old version yeah. with with um, it's 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 a lot more about. Um, well, I think you you've mentioned that once. It's it's about it's actually Godzilla is a representation of like the the trauma of um, nuclear the bomb. The, the bomb. nuclear bombs, right? Yep. Um, but I think this one is it's they've moved away from that angle you know especially from the u.s side they went eh let's let's uh, that makes let's us look it. bad let's not do that we're the bad guys in this one let's not talk about it um yeah. so instead of having um, nuclear bombs drop um it's it's nuclear meltdown uh nuclear meltdown town which is more with its time i guess because fukushima would have happened already to, i think it was back in 2011 um for those who don't know what Fukushima is, then I'll suggest you go back to Wikipedia and look it up because it's nasty. Um, yep. So it's it's Godzilla coming back 15 years after a nuclear meltdown. 
Um, and it's, it introduced a bunch of, of new things. So it, it reintroduced Godzilla, it introduced MUTOs, which are, um, I don't even know what it stands for. I think it's mutant something. It's, it's, it's big ass animals that wants to kill everything, basically. Uh, parasites. I think that's- Let's go with that. I actually don't know. <laughs> um, and then also the, the Monarch organization, which is sort of this, yeah. uh, this bad, bad organization that is trying to control monsters and- uh, get them to you know kill people and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's the Hydra like, of the, the Hydra. Monsterverse, <laughs> exactly. the, the organization that won't go away. <laughs> um, so it's it's a good first introduction. Again, if if you want to get into the Monsterverse, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm not going to go into much because I don't want to spoil the the game, the, the, the movies. It's very easy, easily spoilable, but I guess you can you can sort of also know what's going to happen and what happened in those films they're not the highest of you know in terms of of um script and, and storyline so what i will say about godzilla 2014 that that movie has a lot of mixed reviews and uh actually yes. hold on before i jump into that let's backtrack a little bit just uh in terms of like the impact of godzilla right it's like culturally to your point it's been around for years and years years and years and we keep coming back to it keep coming back to it and and the thing about it is that Godzilla got really campy, like super campy. Um, yeah. And uh, but originally, from 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 what I've read, uh, when it was when when the original Godzilla movie was aired in Japan, um, people walked out of the movie theater crying. Like it, mm. it, it really brought up the trauma of of the bomb, right? Uh, so so actually, his origins are a lot more, and and, the, and that storyline for the first movie is actually really good because it's more it's it's very human focused. It yep. really is like. Godzilla is the 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 thing that drives the plot forward, but it really is a human story, right? And then it became stories about Godzilla afterwards. Yeah. So that's where changing. You get like, uh, what is it, Godzuki, like uh, little Godzilla. Mm-hmm. You get Mecha Godzilla, and then you get obviously the Mothras and the kind of uh, is it uh, King Ghidorahs and Rodents of the world and all sort of goodness. Uh, but the, the for me, what was interesting is that then they tried to reboot it in the nineties. To a movie yeah. that had Matthew Brock that was really bad, and the animation for Godzilla was really bad, and the only good thing that came out of the movie is like one good song by the Wallflowers. Also, yeah, French people were the baddies also in that, in that film. Oh, like, that's oh. right. Oh my god, we do yeah. nuclear tests. We want more nuclear tests. Let's burn and destroy everything. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. God. So, so when this 2014 uh, relaunch. Uh, sorry, reboot comes through. It, it's the first one that looked like legitimate, like they were going to take the story seriously again. And it's more mm-hmm. grounded in like a human aspect. And I think that's the part that everybody really didn't like about that movie. They're like, Godzilla shows up for like 10 minutes. Fully agree. Fully agree. There's not enough Godzilla in that movie. Yeah. Um, but there's kind of this little compelling human story that I wouldn't say is written in a great manner, but it takes it back to like what it was all about, which was the fear of the thing that was coming, Right. It's like, it, it very much is like, it's a, it's a natural disaster movie at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, and what that movie does really well is that the few scenes that Godzilla's in are very iconic. Like the yeah. way that everything's framed and the way that, that they, they, they use color in that movie is really interesting. And it's the same director, Gareth Edwards, that directed uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, A Rogue Story. Yeah, so Sorry, uh, Star, Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, and you'd look at the visuals of the Death Star crashing 
in that movie and the and the way that Godzilla is fighting at the end of Godzilla 2014 and you can tell yeah it's the same dude like he saves like the big moment and just frames it beautifully but there's very little of that great moment right and i think that's the yeah. part that i think everybody wanted more godzilla and more of those moments so uh i'm actually a fan of that movie i, I really enjoyed it like i still think it's shot really nicely uh, i think and the funny thing about the the human size of it that uh, side of the of of uh, I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna call it human interaction the human participation within those four movies is yeah. as you move forward that participation is decreased if you know what i mean like yes uh, i don't know if you've seen the trends like Godzilla 2014 you've got you've got a, b- a bunch of stuff so obviously you've got a monarch organization that's introduced so you need to talk about them you need to talk about their motivations and what the end goal is then you go into 2017 kong skull islands which is again um if you remember this we'll talk about it in a sec but it's it's about world war ii there's a bunch of humans there there's captain marvel is in there three lessons no. um, you know. <laughs> so that's also centered around humans and that as you move oh, to the last two king, king loki's king, in that one too <laughs> loki's in that one too king of the monsters in 2019 and godzilla versus kong if nick that, fury's like, in that one too <laughs> so i was gonna keep interrupting you with all the marvel people that are in that movie which and that's the first thing i told aiden when i was like i'm like dude all of marvel's in kong island <laughs> it's a marvel crossover yeah um, sorry carry on so the, the first two films are heavily centered around humans but the the last two so king king of the monsters and godzilla versus kongs they're not like they, there's human interaction there but like it's all. almost like it doesn't matter it's like they're there because we need human faces in there but apart from that it's like i like especially godzilla versus kong again we'll go back into it keeps side, side you know side tracking there but like the human human history like human story in there i was like wait why why, why are they even talking like can we just go back to the fight i don't care about who's that girl who's she what she want we don't know we don't care <laughs> you know um, and and what is she staring at constantly throughout the whole movie oh nothing let's go back to the monsters <laughs> go, go back go back into more fighting all right so we, let's move yeah, on quickly you know, to it, uh, yeah and just wrote it 2014 that does have brian cranston in it the the, it the godzilla movie it does, it does yeah, yeah it's like and he's good in that movie actually so yes, yeah, on to Skull Island. Actually, I want to talk about that I was, one. So that, I was, I was, I was going to say to um, I don't know why I said Second World War. It's actually the um, Vietnam War. And oh, because it starts in the Second World War. That's yeah. where the, the guy gets, uh, uh, John C. Riley gets marooned in the island in the Second World War. Yes. Uh, during the Japanese, like, uh, South Pacific attacks. Um, and then, uh, and then we went, or sorry, not the Japanese, so, but like the war being, being waged in the south pacific against the japanese um that's where it kicks off yeah that's where it kicks off so the so the second one is more yeah so it's set in 73 and uh obviously during the war of vietnam so that's more of the u.s based history there um you've got a team of scientists and and soldiers that are going um, into this island which is skull island which you know allegedly king kong lives on um yeah so they go over there and uh, obviously they get into it with uh with a big monkey (laughs) which i will sidestep again i love the 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 movie poster for it it's absolutely amazing if you're not seeing this king kong like this massive gigantic king kong standing with the sun in his back um on an island it's it's banging if you look it up google it right now it's awesome um so they go on the island and they're trying to see what's what and what's up with king kong and what does he do is he even alive can we bring him back or can you study him they're basically trying to, to study the guy and see what, what we can do with it. Um, and then the cool stuff with that one is that introduce a lot of new monsters to the story. 
um, yeah. scary monsters. I think what, what are they called is the skull skull devil skull skull crawlers. Skull crawlers, yeah. Or he's like that 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 name sounded better in my head. That's like one of my <laughs> favorite lines from that movie. <laughs> skull crawlers, yeah. Um, but I think I think what is cool with that one is the cast. Um, that's that's the thing that's yeah. stood out to me. In yes. Style. If if I just go through the cast, I mean it's Brie Larson's for Captain Marvel, <laughs> it's uh, Tom Hiddleston's for Loki, um, Samuel L. Jackson. You've got John Goodman, John C. Riley, um, Corey Hawkins, which is the guy from Twenty Four and yep. um, what's the N.W.A. movie? Um, I forgot. Do you remember? I, he plays Doctor Dre in the. Um, in, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah! Of course, of course. And he's in uh, a Green Book, if I'm not mistaken, as well. He's in Green Book also. Yeah. Yep. There's there's a lot of um, yeah he's he's in a lot of things on the radio. That's actually. right, he did play Dre. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and straight out content. Yeah, Michael Keaton's in there. <laughs> you know, this this like everyone and every, and anyone he's in this in this film. It's just um, uh, oh, yeah, right. a, a massive ensemble of of, um, of great of great actors. Um, so that that one it was a bit so, so again the, um, not my favorite film uh, again really good film. But the the backdrop against which is set, which is like the, the the Vietnam War. Every time there's a movie about Vietnam War, I'm a bit nah. It's not my thing. That's where they went wrong with that movie, because because mm. what that movie actually is is that that is a horror movie. In the same way that Godzilla 2014 was not a horror movie, that was a disaster yeah. movie. This is very much a horror movie. And when they try to bring in the Vietnam themes, it's when it flops. It's the only because they they try to make it like Apocalypse Now for some reason. I'm like, exactly. Why are you trying to make Apocalypse Now when this is Jurassic Park? Is is what the movie is? It's like because because Jurassic Park is a horror movie at the end of the day. It's it's not an adventure movie. They're trying to escape from somewhere, right? Um, and and that's the only part. That's why I was like, I'm so bummed that like they gave that role to Samuel Jackson because he tries to do his best. He really Ooh, does try yes. to do his best with that role, but it's just written in a very poor way, like his his character. Whereas like, I think that like the Tom Hiddleston character is more interesting and like Brie Larson was interesting and just like, just overall, like John Goodman, I thought was great because it's like, he's he is the, 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 yeah. the person that doesn't want to leave the haunted house, right? He's just fascinated with it to his own detriment, right? And mm. so it's like all those tropes come in and they do them nicely if they, to do that and then put in the most the most like vietnam war soundtrack ever which i was like do we need to do that it's like this is not a vietnam war movie it shouldn't be yeah uh, they, but they, i liked it i actually did really like this movie for, for all its faults there's two there are two scenes in that film that are actually absolutely amazing visually and and yes. so the, the first one is when kong gets napalmed um yeah visually that's it's Oh my god! I was like, oh no! The, a, I was like, please don't kill him. You know, the, make sure he's alive. I like King Kong; he's cool. Um, but visually, I thought the, the the colors and 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 everything was it looked amazing. And then they ended up getting the ass kicked. And then it's got one of the best fighting scenes between humans and monsters, which is when um, all these guys are in the what's it called again the um, um, the skull crawlers part of yep. the island and you've got all yes! this, this boneyard basically and then they have yeah! to fight against um, a couple of them and it's like that is scary i, I was yep. legit scared when i watched it for the first time and the second time i, I actually sat down and watched it a bit to see what, how, how it's filmed and it's it's so well done um it, it, it gets you on the edge of your seat and you're like oh my god are they going yep. to survive and then there's a bunch of monsters that are introduced there like some batshit crazy um flying chicken thing it's like <laughs> get in there when you think they're gonna Oof. 
And, and, and this, another thing that I noticed about this movie is interesting because I'm glad you brought that up about that, that scene, because mm. this movie to me, I'm like, I was kind of surprised it was PG 13, if I'm honest. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. like, like the violence is like, is mm. really full on like that part where the, the, um, uh, you put the name here of the, of the spider thing, uh, mother long legs. Yes. Uh, when the yes. spider thing is in the oh. bamboo trees. And it just flat out goes through a dude's mouth, like mm-hmm. the like the leg just like pierces the guy. And I was like, whoa! And then like the scene where like the guy gets taken off by the bats, and you can just see them like rip off his arm mid air. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, is this PG thirteen people? Because I'm like, this, yeah. I'm like, I feel this could like be borderline R. Uh, I think they were the, the guys. The guys that reviewed it had a very good day that they knew everything. You know, one of those days where everything goes. You're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It. it's a, it's pg it's cool not I, even 13 it's just pg it's cool you know kids would love yeah it. i'm like sure <laughs> i'm not sure if i want to like yeah that, that that was a bit much um mm. so and that's why it is it is a horror movie like it will freak you out and and i kind of loved it for that like I, I had a great time watching this movie i gotta be honest like it, it was super fun um well i think i think we, let, let's move along to godzilla king's king of the monsters 2019 um because then that's I think this is again I don't again it feels worth saying that but it's it's not my favorite one of uh, it's to me it's not the worst one of the out of the four, okay. um, and it's because it's got a whole bunch of titans and new monsters being introduced and this again there's another fight scene within that film that is absolutely amazing, um, oh, cool. so this one, you know it's a Godzilla centered film, uh, and it's Godzilla having to fight with other titans that were um all alphas i think that's the name the name yep. we use for that one um yep alpha to, to become the apex right yeah to become the apex yes which yep. i love that word it's one of my favorite words of all time um so you've got you've got a bunch of like very ancient um <laughs> ancient monsters that are coming back and um i think you have behemoth you've got who else you got in there you've got mothra you've got king um is it Ghidorah? yeah Ghidorah. And, Ghidorah, and Rodan, yeah. Rodan is cool, but Ghidorah is like. Oops, so yeah. it, with, with that one, what's the catalyst for the monsters to come back? Like what, what makes them come out to, to play? I don't remember. There was some, I think they just wake up. I th- if I remember well, I think it's just out of nowhere, they just come back. So you've got one of them that just re- really just come back to life. I think it's Ghidorah that com- comes back to life. And then um, Godzilla obviously being awake uh, already. He's like, oh. It's my time to shine again. It's my time to kick some ass. I cannot remember uh, if if there's um, like a, some. It's not like the other ones where there's nuclear tests or there's um, something crazy going on. I, actually, I might find myself googling it yeah. as you do something else. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember if there's anything that that brings them back. Um, hmm. I'm not sure actually. Hang on, dude. That's a lot of monsters that the Godzilla kicks butt with so or or kicks their butts uh because it's got baphomet typhoon yeah. typhon mokele bembe sargon tiamat abandon leviathan and bunyip that's a name <laughs> for you uh, <laughs> sounds like bunyan uh which could be equally as horrible and monstrous um ha. So, Tom, are we oh, moving yeah, on? There we go. I've got no more content here, buddy. No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I got it. I am not going to cut that. Um, so, basically, there's um, um, there's a bunch of people again. I think are they are they so the the people are five years. So it's, it's set five years after um, 
King Kong and they realize that, oh, actually, there's a bunch of Titans that exist. So that's been revealed to everyone. This, um, this ah, okay. called Titans. Um, and you've got a scientist that is part of the monarch, you know, a monarch As guy, they do. of course. Um, and she's got her kids and they, they've got, um, they've, they're researching into those Titans and where they are and who they are. And then uh, at some point, one of the monsters they, they, they are studying uh, starts um, creating, you know, sending a bunch of frequencies around and then that wakes up every single other Titan around the world. And then obviously Godzilla goes, ah, my turn. Got I'm going to their it. ass. I'm the daddy. Um, so again, same same stuff with all the other movies. Big fights. <laughs> Godzilla gets new powers, but then that's spoilers, but that's, that, that gives you one of the best fighting scenes at the end also where... Um, when he fights, um, is he Godira? Godira? I can never remember his freaking name. Ghidorah. Uh, Ghidorah, um, yeah. And um, yeah, so when you think um, Godzilla going nuclear, like he goes super nuclear in that one. Um, <laughs> the only, the, I think the, the one of the main issues with this one is again, something that was mentioned before is that the, the movie goes away from the humans. Now it's not no longer about the humans that are, uh, part of that story now it's all about the monsters and i think they people were like oh my god they went ott with the monsters and every single fight is set in the dark like everything oh. is it's either raining or it's in the dark or it's underwater and it's like okay can we see something <laughs> can we see the, you've got the classic CGI's. yeah c- cut on the cost of cgi by make it in the dark right yeah <laughs> like classic you can't you can't you can't see you know the cgi doesn't look bad if you can't see it yeah. exactly <laughs> it's, which is weird though because it's 2019 like cgis are they, they, they're, yeah. they're really good for the last couple of years so it's not it's not like you you you're trying to avoid um showing how technically oh. bad you are oh good well but but it's the classic thing of a sequel right of just like take what people liked and do it in like a dark cgi mode mm-hmm. so it's cheaper and we can just cash in the fact that people are going to show up to watch it because it's a sequel and then we, we make more money. So I bet you yeah. that one was more profitable than the 2014 or uh, Godzilla or like the Kong Island, right? Because like it probably spent no money. Then people showed up and was like, oh, it's the next Godzilla. And they're like, oh, that sucked. Um, but but they're bringing us back with Godzilla versus Kong, the matchup we've all waited for. But <laughs> it's Godzilla versus Kong. Now, just going back, finishing with, with um, King of Monsters, like again, the fight at the end of the film, Arthur was pretty amazing uh, yeah I gotta again, check it that's, out then. that's that's the one thing that um not saved it again i like the entire film so um, yeah, i'm easy to please but that f- one fight scene man anyway godzilla versus kong 2021 this year a couple of weeks ago um yeah which is now well literally it said it, 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 they, they tease you with the title well, actually it should be godzilla versus kong versus somebody else yeah, it's there's well, a third one. <laughs> well, I think that that's that's the misdirect, right? They make you think yeah. that it's about the two of them, and so wait, and hold up, spoilers, yeah, spoiler alert! It's like <laughs> exactly, it's like from this point forward, kids, if you have not watched the movie, please go watch it and then come back and listen to the podcast and listen to us talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but we will be spoiling this, uh, much like the rotten spoiled lizards on kong island sure Sure. (laughs) Sure. let's just roll with that um so yes uh let's spoil a poop out of it so um godzilla versus kong it's it's again carrying on from where um godzilla king of the monsters left off and it's um about scientists that are looking now for the hollow earth uh which is this place 
on at the center of planet Earth, and they're trying to retrieve this energy source um, in order to stop Godzilla. I think at this point, yeah. so I think that's what it was. Yeah, if I remember well. Um, <laughs> and so, what they're trying to do is to get um, King Kong to go back into Hollow Earth at some point, and uh, yep. again, we'll go into details of what we liked and what we didn't like. And there's a couple of things I didn't like about that. But anyway, they get they get Kong back in there, and they uh, there's a big fight. And the cool yep. thing is they introduce Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, which is what the last verses is. So it's King, it's Godzilla versus Kong versus Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> yes, awesome. it's so satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I guess this is a point we can we can pivot into what we liked and what didn't like in our sort of mini review of the film, right? It's really, you just described the plot. I just, just, I just described the plot. That, 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 that wasn't exactly. even an abbreviated version of the plot. Like that kind of was it. That was it. That was it. So that was it. <laughs> exactly. Which we can put in the like or didn't like. Uh, all right, cool. Do you want me to kick off with some 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 of the, the liked elements? Yeah, start positive. Yeah, let's yeah start, start positive. positive. We always end negative, don't we? Uh, okay, so liked. Uh, I thought the CGI was great. Yes. It, 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 that was my one big take that I thought this was going to be like Transformer CGI. And oh. and the thing about it is like that CGI is actually in itself not bad. It's the way that it's shot that's very bad. Everything happens too quickly and the camera moves around through too many different angles. Mm-hmm. So you never have a sense of what's happening of like the landscape, like the geography. It never feels grounded. Whereas this CGI, I thought they did, and, and touching on like Snyder, uh, the Snyderverse, yeah. right? The, the Justice League is like, they just slowed stuff down at the right moment and let you just linger on the moments. You're like, oh, look at it. It's like when, when, when Kong goes like elbow off the top rope, like, like wrestler style. I was like, yes. I just literally stood up and cheered. I was like, dude, that is, I'm done. I don't need to say anything else. That was so good. Um, and so the, that, and that's just like, it was good. They slid out the right moments that you could visualize what was happening. It wasn't from this, another criticism of the 2014 Godzilla. It's like, everything is yeah. from a human level because it's a human story. Here, it's a monster story. So it's at their level. Yes. You rarely see them at human level, which I kind of enjoyed. It was really good to just see it at monster level. Just let them duke it out. And, and I think what you point out, so the, the CGI being so great and what you pointed out about um, uh, the Snyder world, this means you have to watch this on a big screen. Yes. You have to watch a movie. Uh, you can't watch it on your laptop. You can't watch it on your tablet. You can't watch uh, it on, on your phone. On Please IMAX. On the TV. Yeah. I, I, would, I would love to go back and watch it at the IMAX. Yeah. Yes. Once, once it's reopened, I would love to go back. And I, I would it. pay money for that, actually. Yes. It, it was that much fun. Um, so again, CGI. When CGI's are that well done, you've got you've got to go and, and, and watch it on the big the biggest screen you can find, really. Um, yeah. And I think I'm I'm going to add to that because it, it, we, we're sort of the in the in the imagery of of, of your of the things you like, but I like the neon colors. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's part of the, the CGI's, and I think it's part of the design of uh, the overall feel and design of the thing. But the yep. neon colors, that's I'm not going to say it's been introduced by Marvel, really, but it's been used a lot by Marvel. Um, yes. And I think they've they've picked up on that and they went, hey, boom. You know, especially in, in Hong Kong, right? All those buildings are lit, lit up a way that it's, it's, it's actually looking like a nightclub almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it'd be awesome to have like a little zemo dance like cut into yep. the film 
just Harry and Zemo dancing in Hong Kong, like while well, the city's getting destroyed. That would be so good. Um, but yeah, so go watch it on the big screen. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, and, and the setting in Hong Kong to me was, it was odd to me, but I liked the design of it. Like, and the fact that they truly destroy, they level Hong Kong, like absolutely level. And and I've heard some comments out there about like, oh, but we don't get to see the human impact of like, that's like all these bombs going off in the city would be such a human catastrophe. I'm like, yes, don't get me wrong. It is like, you have to acknowledge it, that, that it is, there's human destruction, but they don't lean into that. So it's fine because this is make-believe at it's the not, end of the day. The it's, like, it's not the point of that film. Like you say, it's not, it's yes. not. It's not human centric. It's it's yeah. about the monsters in that one. It's not like I, I all of the scenes with it where human interactions was involved. I was like, I don't, I'm not here for that. I want to see somebody getting smashed, and <laughs> by somebody, yes. I mean a big ass monster. Um, it's not it's not what you're there for. That's not what this movie is about. If you want more human interactions, go back to the first two films within the universe. Correct. And you'll, Absolutely. You'll, you'll see the impact. Yeah. Yes, and, and there you do get to see the, the real impacts on people. Um, in this way, it's like, that's why the plot for the humans is so razor thin because you shouldn't care about them. It really is about like, I am most, and, and I'll come to the next section, but it's like, I'm most emotionally invested in Kong in this movie yeah. out of all yeah. the characters, easily most emotionally yeah. invested in Kong by a mile. So yeah, we're yeah. like, great, I want to see him he, duke it out. That's he's, what I was he's sort of, he's, because we share so much with, you know, of our DNA with monkeys, He's the next thing that you, we can relate to in that film. He's sort of a human of the story, and you see how he behaves. Actually, is very human-like. You know, when he gets beaten up by Godzilla, you know, and he's super close to death, you you see those emotions on his face, and you see how he he's brought back to life, which is a very human way of doing things. Like he gets yeah. uh, he gets shocked back to life, and it's like, well, you know, he's 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 the human in the story. The humans are just there to help them. They're, they're driving the plot, or they they. Correct. They, they, they're moving the plot oh. forward but they're not really there to do anything else and it's like oh my you know they almost you know what there, there are points when they're almost in, in in the in what they're saying they're almost like um um recapping the story if, if you will to the audience like well yeah. this just happened so um where are we now oh yeah we're in the hollow, uh, hollow earth ah cool this is beautiful that's where king kong lives right yes <laughs> they're reacting that that's all they're doing because you're right no, they're, they're actually they don't they rarely move the plot forward but they react to all mm -hmm. the, the 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 actions of kong and godzilla they're there to yeah. react it's like oh look what just happened there and to your point explaining it uh yeah. so yes we can get into that in a bit but they're like but the youtube it, the youtube audience the uh, youtube videos that you see so much like reacting yeah. to <laughs> yeah. and then the the hollow earth design i thought was awesome like yes. I actually really enjoyed being in hollow earth. Like the, the, the way that it's like built like an actual sphere. And once again, typical, like the human side of it, they explain to you how like physics works differently down it there. It broke my head. But, yeah. Trying like, to explain thank, it. thank you humans for explaining something that I do not get, but I just want to see Kong <laughs> jump up and like land on the other side of the world. And that was, was, was just like, enough for me in terms of the point, crazy physics. At that point physics. I was like, is, is Christopher Nolan involved in this, in the hollow earth, the know, hollow earth part? I, is know, like, the, I know. Somehow it makes sense, but also it broke my, my brain. And like, yeah. I, don't, I, I want to, I want to know more, but also I don't want to ever talk about it ever again. So, well, <laughs> and also when they went into hollow earth, it was like this total like interstellar moment. And I'm like, yes. So you're going to a thousand miles per hour and that's all that's happening to you. I'm like, come on. You're good. You're good. <laughs> 
you would literally disintegrate at a thousand miles per actually no 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 it was a thousand miles per second so they like per, upped per second, it even so. more i'm like oh come on Dude, we didn't need that. that that's that scene we, we'll we'll talk about it again in the do not like part because that's that's totally. the one moment we'll, we'll get back to it but uh that, let's move along because i think and, uh, but, so but when they get to all about. earth it's like super cool oh, is what i want yes. because even like journey to the to the center of the earth like they never did like the whole like it's around its sphere inside mm-hmm. the earth and it and it's got its own physics and logic and stuff i'm like i'm so there for that and the fact that kong had a throne and yes. kong, kong has a stormbreaker dude yes done done i was, I was that, like can that. you guys stop copying marvel you already have half the cast of the marvel universe before like now you're just going straight with like what's what's cool a hammer yeah oh, i cool um, and, it, uh, and it even but, but, like glows in the same way it's just so yeah, good <laughs> it's the same shit it's the same there's even that one scene where spoilers where at the end when he fights godzilla and he jumps you know jumps off the top of a building and he goes yeah. two-handed with a hammer yeah. that's the same scene at the end of Endgame. um sorry, totally. of, uh, infinity war <laughs> yeah before thanos snaps, snaps his finger and you come like are you kidding <laughs> you guys just went yeah let's just copy frame by frame reverse it flip it and just go ah. <laughs> I, I was expecting the podcaster guy to just shout out like, Kong, you should have gone for the head. Yeah, <laughs> gone like, for the head. <laughs> I imagine that would have been so like, <laughs> should have gone for the head. I know. <laughs> oh, no, no, the, the little girl is sidelined. No, she should have signed, you should have gone for the head and just no, did no, this, like that, the that, head that cut one off. Contribution, that one contribution, that because she's there also, like she's explaining what Kong is, is feeling, yeah. what, what he's saying. Yeah. Right? She yeah. should have, she, she's looking, well, witnessing that scene, she should have turned around to the mom and go, said something in sign language saying, she should have gone for the head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come back to the fight. <laughs> that would have been badass. Uh, <laughs> but the whole, the, Hollow Earth scenes got the the first um, interaction you see that big fight between Kong and the war bat. I think that's how they called. You know, he's attacked by two two massive bat looking thing. If you remember that, yep. Um, I thought that was badass because like you, you can see his strength in that in that fight is so awesome. Like he grabs the first one, literally destroys it in two seconds, and then uses the dead body to attack the second one. Exactly, that badass. That's so bad. It was so good. He like totally just like handled them. He's like, oh wait, no, I got this. Instant kicked in. He's like, I know exactly what to do it's my with house. these guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Although, although he did have to get bailed out for a minute, because when the, he covered him with his wing and tried to suffocate sure. him, yeah. he did have to get bailed out by the humans. Uh, but I think I think he still would have gotten it there. Well, that's, I, that's, I think, that was I think that was that was a very good way to show that the um, the link between human and humans and King Kong. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's like yes. they can work as a team and they somehow trust each other. So and they help each other out. So yeah, there's there was a nice little touch that he can't do it by himself. So it's moving cool. on to story. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So, so, hmm. Uh, hmm. so uh, I will give it that this in some ways, because I kept, I kept comparing this movie to Pacific Rim and, and, and I love Pacific Rim. I think it's a, it's a great movie, but I, I, I'm, I'm there for the big punchy, punchy action. That's what I'm there for. But the plot, I could not reiterate the plot of Pacific Rim. If I tried, like all I remember of the plot was like the, the Idris Elba speech <laughs> that's it which is basically like just braveheart in a, in a different context and 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 that's well, it and, yeah, and i don't for, I remember anything else it's braveheart God. mixed with independence day you know fourth of july yeah, i know you know <laughs> no and, and you're right that with the pacific rim um it it is i'm not going to say it's copy and paste because pacific rim is one of my favorite um sci-fi movie of all time yeah because it's, it's great it's 
it's one of those films like I, I went in no expectations. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, the the the, the CGI was amazing. The fight scenes were amazing. Like, and to see like oversized robot going at it, and kaiju's and stuff like that, it's like, oh my god. I was like, yes, more. Give, you know, give me more size. Now, what's it called? Like size five or whatever is the, the term they're using with, uh, for kaiju. Oh, I haven't heard that. Okay. One. Um, and it's like, yeah, I'm all there for that. Like, give me more big, bigger monsters to fight yeah. these robots. Like, oh yes. And that's what, and it's exactly what you said. Like I, I was in there, and I was like, "Hang on, this is Pacific Room Three or something." Like, did I miss yeah. something? Because it's literally the same thing. Well, yep. a few differences, but like, it's it's very it's, it's very reminiscent of that film. And it and I think um, anything that sorts sort of trying to emulate Pacific Room in the way of in 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 the, in the grand scheme of things, as in like big monsters, big fights. I'm I'm there for that also. Yeah. I, I want it. And also good monster design because that's one of the big things yeah. of Pacific Ring that those kaijus, the design of them is crazy good. Like yeah. like they need to get that guy to come in and like for King versus Godzilla 2 or whatever it may be. Sorry, Godzilla versus Kong 2 if they make that. Um I just want like the, the monster like because right now they're, they're they're pulling from a lot of like historical design of those monsters. Yeah. But I'd love for them to like come up with some new designs for them, which would be really cool. So so yeah, so it, this movie has more plot happening, but not to its benefit, unfortunately. Mm. But it definitely has a lot more plot. Like there's a lot of things happening. You're following all these threads and stuff. So I'm like, I'll give it that. It has a lot of plot happening. Um, personally, I think that uh, Gia. The, the the little girl that grew up on Kong Island, I think she's the yes. most compelling character of out of all of them. I think she did she she did a great job with what little they gave her because it's all just facial reactions that she can do because she has no no dialogue in the traditional sense, uh, so you can't hear her voice. So so but yet we at least I find myself quite connected to her. Like I was like oh yeah no good on her man like she's the one looking after Kong she she's the one person that actually cares about this in the whole movie out of everyone. Right. And and funny enough, it, she's the one I would have loved to see more of. Like the her back not her backstory herself, like the her because it, she comes from a tribe, right? That that lives on Kong Island. I think that was the yep. way the, the story. So I would have loved to to know more about her tribe, where she came from and who the parents were and all that stuff. I thought that, that would have been a bit gives you maybe a deeper connection with King Kong, maybe, or with the, the entire story. And I think she deserves more screen time also. Um this yeah. the, yeah, she, yeah, you're right. You're right. She's she's probably the best the best human within the entire story. Yep. Uh, because yeah, it's like I I agree with your point about getting the tribe back would have been cool because that mm. that scene in Kong Island where John C. Riley has to say goodbye to the tribe is actually a very effective scene. Like it's shot yeah. nicely. The dialogue's cool. John C. Riley is like brings it brings the game with his acting. It was just, and, and I caught myself going like, oh man, like, yeah, these people have like, like lived with Kong this whole time. So I wish that they would bring them into the mythology a bit more because they must have been a big factor in it, right? And they exactly. know things yeah. that that the rest of humanity doesn't know about, about these uh, um, alpha creatures, right? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I really liked her. Uh, the only other thing I would say is like from a plot perspective, we, we kind of touched on this lightly, but... Uh, I, I, the way I kind of tried to frame it was like Kong Skull Island kills a few people with a big impact on the plot. And yep. this movie kills millions of people with no impact on the plot. <laughs> uh, so I thought just like the opposite of it, which I think is fine. Like, I don't mind that. It's like, because it, 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 <laughs> It earns that. It, it it sets it up from the point of view of the of the of the monsters. It it makes you really connect with Kong more than Godzilla. Uh, so yeah, no, it's cool. Like I, I thought that this the 
the story did to, what it needed to do. They, they could have cut out a few things. We can talk about that in the next bit. To be to be fair though, when I, when I was when they had that fight in Hong Kong, and I was like, oh, let I'm I'm assuming, yeah, there's a lot of um, um, things that are getting destroyed. But I think this they all like buildings getting destroyed. I wasn't just going to assume that they've evacuated everyone. Everyone's in a safe underground bunkers that they've built you know a bit like pacific rim right they have they have all those yeah. bunkers um yeah to quickly exactly evacuate. yep and that's the sort of and that's that's why when all the destruction was happening in hong kong i was like oh i wasn't really too bothered about the human you know the cost on human lives really because yep. i was assuming by default that you know all these people are in bunkers on the like on underground Correct. bunkers in and they're fine. They're fine. Go yeah. ahead and destroy everything. Obviously, the cost of, of rebuilding everything is going to be massive. Yep. There's not really much left to go back to, but hey, at least you're safe. And that's that's sort of what my mind was doing that scene. Yeah. Which is weird. And I think we're supposed to assume that. Uh, it's never explicitly said, unfortunately, well, but yeah, but sure. I'm like, let's go. It, 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 I like, like assuming it, stuff like that. This is not like Christopher Nolan's Batman where it's like, let's grab this in real life. It's like, this is not grounded in real life in any way. Like, at all. Um, they have flying spaceships and yeah. That. yeah no that can, uh, can, can go into a hollow earth with no explanations so it's cool don't worry about it yeah but but moving on to our two lead characters kong and godzilla yes um actually i'll start with godzilla because i only have one thing to say it's like man godzilla's a grumpy old man in this movie dude yeah. it's like he's so grumpy it's like oh my like, god godzilla like light but, up you know but i think i think you know what it is it's like it's like he's he's in two minds like it's he's the yeah like you say he's the guy who's like oh, i'm too old for this shit sort of yeah like, exactly like, like, <laughs> totally yeah it's almost like, it's like oh, again, like, do I have yeah. to do this again? Like, didn't I just literally destroy everyone in the movie before? Like, do I have to go back and do this? Do I, do I yeah. need to show you who the daddy is? I think that's yeah. that's how it is from him, his, his point of view. But also, yeah, Godzilla, I think he's my favorite monster. Like, And as much as I like King Kong and how much you can sort of relate, you know, air quote yeah. again, as I do once, once, once per episode, there's an air quote yeah. in there. But Godzilla, I like how badass he is and how yeah. powerful he is. And it's like he like the, the the last scene when they when when they scream at each other and they, you know, like once the big fight is gone and they just instead of going back at it and trying to kill each other, they just look at each other, shout, they shout um, yeah. you know, roar. And then he just goes in the water and I was like, ah, oh, that's so that's so how I would do it. It's like, yo, we're done. I'm out of yeah. here. I'm too old for this shit. And then exactly. See you in the next movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was pretty cool. So, are we done here? All right, cool. Bye. <laughs> I, I like that. That like they 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 balance out their two kind of like, I guess acting you could call it or whatnot or mm-hmm. like how they've written the characters and that Godzilla is still like just Godzilla is Hulk is the way I see it. He's an unstoppable okay. force that you have to like just direct in a certain way. Just go like, all right, go there. Because in, in the other movies, he really was like standing He's up for protecting. humanity. Yes. Yeah. A, but not in a way that feels um, easy to understand, I guess is my point. It's like Kong, you understand what he's like, his motivations. Godzilla is like, you, you can't build motivations into a character designed that way. So all he can be is a force. And that's the thing. He represents a bomb at the end of the day. He's a bomb. So, so, the, the- so, and he still does to, to a lot of extent, I believe, in this movie. I think King Kong is what I've been saying is that he he's more relatable to humanity. Like he know what he wants, and it's like you know, there's yeah. one scene when they're trying to get him into Hollow Earth, and it's like your family might be down there. So it's some yeah. sort of same sort same sort of motivation you'll have with humans. 
is that look family is important your being the head of that family is important to him being um you know being surrounded and being happy is important to him running free is important to him and it's like <clears throat> going home is important also to him Godzilla is more like well like you said there's a mission there's a bad guy there's something happening please go that way blow shit up okay cool yeah. and then pray that he stays on your side there's a one one dialogue i think in i think i believe i believe it's in king of the monsters when um, yeah. they he fights against i think it's at the end it's one of the last last dialogue and it's like well at least he's on like godzilla is on our side and then it's like and one of the guys says yeah for now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly it's like, well, that's that's really that's a scary thought about godzilla it's like you better hope he's still on your side and he's not there to to destroy you it's like humanity stands no chance against godzilla like if if if, if you have no king kong you'll be absolutely messed up like oh yes yeah. there's no way they, they can drop all the bombs on him and uh and make he's him gonna come back for more yeah exactly yeah. make him stronger which is, which is what happened in, in again in in king of the monsters it's like they drop a nuclear bomb on him to make him swim him more strong which is awesome exactly it's like <laughs> oh y'all messed that one up again <laughs> yeah um but yeah, again, I agree with you. Godzilla is, is a grumpy old man. That's why I identify with Godzilla. <laughs> uh, and then to just to, we touched on a lot of Kong stuff already. So I'll just quickly say, like, mm. um, him picking up Stormbreaker was an awesome moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, you knew that he was going to pick up that axe and do something crazy with it. Um, and, uh, and and then, yeah, just like the finishing move. The, the, the finish him. Finish when him. he just like rips out the head and you can see the spine mm. hanging. I'm like straight out of Mortal Kombat. I'm like so yep. there for that. It was so good. It's like total finishing move. Uh, and that was cool. That, that, that was very well done. And, and, and it's funny. It, what, what stood out to me between the sort of comp- comparison between Godzilla and Kong is that because you, I always thought, oh, okay, it would be cool to see a film between the two of them and see who is the, the, the strongest. And usually in movies, there's always like they're trying to make them be on the same level playing field when it's like okay yeah. maybe that one is slightly better but there's always at the end there's always a draw right in yeah. that one it's not even close like he no there's the opening scene when godzilla comes back and he's trying to kill kong and they have to pretend that um do you remember that scene when he's like they, yeah. they pretend to shut down like they shut down every single engine so oh yeah, yeah, yeah thinks that um they're all dead and they're all gone away so godzilla just leaves kong, kong alone because he just literally kicked his ass <laughs> like on the water on the boats like that fighting scene is also absolutely amazing like when they go really from, good. Like, he he's using boats just to <laughs> try to make it <laughs> it's like just like trying to ride a skateboard or something no, i thought that was pretty cool um, no I, I thought that was actually gonna be a really short scene because i'm like well kong's kong can't do anything in water and he's on a like a ship so it's like boat. yeah it's just gonna be like take him down underwater and then something else is gonna happen that will be done and like they really like laid out that that fight scene very well because it went on for a decent amount of time and they found really clever ways to like keep and it's the in daylight interesting yeah exactly <laughs> they do it really well yeah and it's in daylight and i think actually that's the one thing i was going to put put in these things i like is that a couple of fight scenes actually in daylight in contrast to the other ones where everything yep. is on in the in in, in in the dark or in space or whatever this one they, they've they've i think maybe they did as a point because I, I know there's a lot of people that complain about the the fact that they that all the cgis and all those big monsters just yeah. appeared doing in, in the middle of the, the night and it's like well actually let's go let's let us give you the first fight scene in broad daylight you know at yeah. least you can see everything 
and comparing to some of the and I've, and I've been very open about it in this podcast that some of the third act fight scenes for Marvel I'm not a huge fan of because they're too, too fast, fast yeah. and the camera rolls around too much here like in that scene in the water it's like it was it was very clear shots of what was happening and they just leaned into like let's make the CGI look good because we're not gonna kind of like uh, uh, skimp on the CGI by just moving yeah. the camera around so you don't know what's happening. Because that's what it knows when they move the camera around too much. It's like, then what the hell is happening? I don't know. It's, um, and that's so, the thing. Yeah. Is, you have to you have to be good with your CGI's if you if you're going to slow it down. Um, yeah. Uh, Snyder style. Um, so going going back between the two, my point I was trying to make between Godzilla and Kong is like, there's not really a fight at the end of the day. If Godzilla really wanted to, he could end yeah. King Kong in two in, in two minutes. Yeah. Um, but and I thought that was a pretty interesting point of the film. Is I was like, usually they're trying to make it even. Usually there's always something that happens where nobody wins. But like in this one, there's yeah. a clear winner. Like yeah. twice. Yes. Um, he could he could have literally ended Kong yeah. on two occasions, and I can't remember why he didn't. But um, I think one point they escape, and the second point is just they actually need to get rid of Mecha Godzilla. And and the thing about it that to remember is that Kong doesn't want to be the apex titan. Like, that's no, not doesn't. his interest. He wants to find his family. He wants to have a home, right? So it's like, yeah, let Godzilla have that one because, like, that is Godzilla's motivation. He's like, I, I'm Apex. I, I, I dominate this world. I defend this world. But if you cross me, I will end you. Whereas Kong's like, yeah, yeah, you do you, man. I'm going to do me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's different. I just, I just, I just thought, I, I don't know. Why, I, I don't know why I'm more attracted to Godzilla because I think, I think, I even like the design of Godzilla, like the short arms. I think it's T Rex like and, yeah. dinosaur like and it's and it's got shooting um uh, how's it called nuclear beams out of his of his face i thought i was i was like every time he shoots one i'm like that's freaking awesome it looks awesome and, and they do the reference back to godzilla 2014 when he tries to open mecha godzilla's mouth to like basically yes. like blast him and then and then last minute he gets stopped and i'm like because that scene is amazing in the 2014 godzilla i like absolutely yes. love that scene yeah, that's uh, how he that, kills the last the last two monsters, right? In, in yeah. Godzilla. Just literally like shoots the fire down their throat. Like, oh dude, that's so baller. It's, so it's, a, it's awesome because then I, I think if I remember if I remember 24 the Godzilla 2014 well, like he's just he just opens his mouth, unload on him, and then you just go, okay, I'm out. It drops him. <laughs> exactly. Just like, here you go. Someone pick up go. after me. I'm Next. Yeah, no, Godzilla is just badass. He's just all around badass. Uh, and it's funny because what we mentioned at the start of the podcast, the, the 90s version of Godzilla, yes, yeah. like he would get absolutely hammered by the the new the new the new rebooted version of Godzilla. I think he's totally. he's so much more badass than the 90s yeah. one. Again, if you've not seen the the 90s one, please go pause us and go watch it because it's it's not good, but it's so it's, not good that it's actually funny. Yes, um, <laughs> watch it after. The, the the monster verse like you go watch the first four films the recent see ones why these movies are actually better yeah. there's a good reason why these movies are better they shouldn't be and, and no one should be I, shitting on these movies and actually you know what you know that's a very good point because i think most of the people that are watching now the 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 the, the latest versions the monster verse that we've been talking about now i don't think they've seen the 90s versions and i think that's what maybe yeah. our opinion is slightly different yeah um it might sound like old old dads yeah. here talking yeah. but it's true like growing up like our um superheroes in our, our monster movies they were lame like the acting wasn't really that good the, the cgi's were nowhere near what we can do now um maybe the plots were maybe slightly better you know the, the, to the next to an extent but 
largely they're not as good they're nowhere near the same quality as as or entertaining as what they are now yeah. um and uh, yeah go no uh, it, it, i thought i remember like the the ad the marketing campaign for that 90s godzilla movie it was full on they like they really built the drama of because the question was like we hadn't seen a redesign of Godzilla in years. It's still been yep. the same like person in a suit kind of like smashing around like a model town. And then this time like, oh, we get like a proper CGI Godzilla and they're going to like make the big animation move on it and stuff like that. And, and the marketing yep. campaign was full on. It's like, what will Godzilla look like? Right. Cause all you could see was like the eye. And then in, in the same, same vein as the 2014 Godzilla, like they wait for ever to show you Godzilla and then when they yeah. do it's super dark and it still doesn't look good and it's just bad oh, it's, like, it's again it's it's New York in the dark in the rain um, yeah. and you know and, and I think actually it's funny because you do you, you, you're talking about the marketing campaign I do remember it and I remember the, the movie posters popping up I remember the, the whole thing going up because I think that the previous Godzilla movies was from the 50s I think that was the movie before that. So well, they, they, they kept making movies in like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, but they were still like man in a rubber suit, boom, yeah. boom, boom, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. They, they had not, it was just like they were just milking the, the, the franchise for what it was worth, but they weren't really innovating anymore <laughs> in the Godzilla world. And that was the first big time they could innovate and, and, and they dropped it. So for me, like the, the, my reboot is 2014. I, I disregard yeah. the 90s reboot. <laughs> I don't know. The, the 90s one, it, it looks, I don't know. The, it, 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 the, I'm actually watching as you were talking about it, it just looks bad the CGI did just look bad I think they just went Jurassic Park yeah um, made the T-Rex a lot bigger and I don't know it looks it looks I don't know it it, it looks threatening but I, I wouldn't be confident in that Godzilla doing anything remotely as badass as the one that we've seen in, in, in the recent movies I don't know yeah. Yeah. Um, right shall we move along to what the stuff we didn't like Speaking of people not shitting on this movie, we're about to shit on this movie <laughs> slightly. <laughs> well, slightly. It's it. You know, keep keep in mind. I when I when I finished the movie and I went, I actually enjoyed it. Like I, it was I it was totally entertaining did. as hell. So that's what I want from a movie. It, this is less of like things. It's it's not like you know how like some movies you're like just the whole movie's wrong. Like that everything yeah. was wrong about it. This is just like a couple of edits and this is an amazing movie yes and my big one my big 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 one is millie bobby brown man okay yes why was she in this movie makes no sense all she does is like walk around and stare at stuff in a very like intense way and the thing about it is that she actually has great screen presence like when millie bobby brown is in a frame like you watch your eye goes to her like you want to see what she's doing and she does nothing not because she's not acting but they don't give her anything to do in the script and i'm like then don't write her in like i I suspect she because you know what she's a lot she if you watch the trailer she's a lot in that trailer like when the original trailer dropped you were like oh my god she's in there it's amazing oh my god it's awesome Uh, i suspect that they've put her in the trailer just to you know in the movie and, and subsequently in the trailer just to attract some sort of um you know like the a fan audience. base around the film yeah. like the audience so to to create a buzz around it and go hey look she's in the movie she's awesome she's a great actress yeah look at her she's there that in a film she's a non-factor she just stands totally. there like, i could i think you you, you said that did you know something that she's uh, yeah she's got much to do in the movie as you 
Yeah, it's, exactly. it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's she's, like she's she has nothing to do with it. <laughs> you could you could have put our kids in there; they would have had the same same impact. Exactly. <laughs> and with not a single acting lesson, it would have been the same thing. Just like stare at something and act surprised. It's like yeah. that's it. The, the, so the not only so my, my problem with her is the fact that she does nothing. But more than that, her character annoyed me. In yes. Every, time, every single scene, I was like, it, it was such a wasted opportunity with her in that film. Yeah. Like her character pissed me off. Like she she was like, oh my god that guy's saying stuff on the internet. We need to find him. Let's drop everything and go find that guy. And I'm like, okay, that's a weird guy. So if the guy is talking shit on the internet, do you really want to track him down and try to find out what he's talking about? Like, I would just leave him alone. And then, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's that scene where they find him in two seconds. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, that guy doesn't want to fight. Like he's undercover in that company. Like he's trying to get secrets out and, you know, he's he's been really doing his homework and, um, you know, fooling everyone around him in the company and trying to get those stuff, and so people would know what's going on. And uh, but nobody knows who he is. Okay, cool, fine. He's, yeah. he's managed to protect himself, and then they found him in two seconds by going to I see know. one guy in the shop and say, "Hey, do you know a guy who buy a lot of sugar or salt or whatever?" Yeah, 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 buying? exactly. Like, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's oh, jolly. bleach. So oh, bleach, bleach. Yeah, yes, yeah, bleach." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then they find him, and it's like, and then they go knock at his door. It's like, yeah, we listen to you on the internet. Okay, fine, come in. Yeah, yeah, like, really? exactly. exactly. <laughs> really? <laughs> and that, this, this is the point when I went, ah, uh, and I, it clicked for me and I went, ah, uh, so the humans are just like, they're just there just, just to fill in sometimes. We're just in human interactions. That's all they're, that's all they're, they're there for. But I was like, so th- that, and I think something else, the hollow earth bit that we'll talk about, it's like, it's, these are the two things that actually rolled my, my eyes so hard again. Um, and I was disappointed that, that she was reduced to that in yes. the story. And, 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 and I understand why that subplot has to happen. They give oh. you the perspective of the evil corporation, right? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and I agree. Okay, let's get that perspective. But you can get that perspective through just, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Tyree uh, Henry, right? Yeah. Uh, the podcaster. Uh, yeah. You could have easily gotten that perspective from him actually yes. going and doing the investigation but it's like he they put him there as someone to to talk to but he's a podcaster he could have been podcasting the whole thing and that would have been the subplot of him podcasting what's happening behind monarch and i would have enjoyed that more because I, I i wanted to hear him his crazy ideas how he interpreted everything like that I'm, i was kind of there for it. it's when they paired him up with the kids that character yes. immediately became way more yes. boring i think, I I think like, you got a good point like him by himself yeah going, going and telling us what's going on because you need yeah. somebody to introduce the, the mecha godzilla and see how that comes about totally. that's very good of course you need that but yeah like you said like the interaction with the kids is just like no 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 just yeah. no they, they and you've got no one of the kids it's the guy from the X-Men, um, Deadpool 2, one of the X-Men, yeah. isn't there? Well, also the kid from uh, a Spider-Man, and, and more specifically, yes. if you want to see that kid act his pants off, watch Hunt for the Wilder People, the Taika yes. Waititi movie. Oh, my God, I love that movie. I, I can watch that movie any day, honestly. It's one of my feel-good like watches. <laughs> uh, and it's because that kid is such a great actor. And, and here he's given a couple of like throwaway lines that are supposed to be like for comedic effect. I'm like, Comic relief. 
Yeah, like yeah. Brian Tyree Henry's there for comedic relief. I'm like, just let him do his thing. They should have taken Millie Bobby Brown and that kid out of the movie. Not because they're bad actors. It's just like they weren't given good, good, good scripts. I've, 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 they overcasted it. Uh, yes. For those roles. It's like you could have given it to somebody else that is just maybe a newcomer. But I think uh, my, my suspicion is that they used her for the trailer and for the promo yeah. around it and the marketing campaign. Because and then, it, like, and then they ha- in the tra- the trailer looks like she's got this massive role in it. Like she's gonna, yeah. she's part in that. I was like, oh, actually her role is more like, it's not even B role, it's like C role. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you have the guy from Office Space uh, as the dad. And it's yes. just like, and he he, he matters not at all. Like no. there's no, like him trying to get back to his daughter. It's, does it really even try? Like kind of half worried. It's like, it's just bad. So yes, let's <laughs> do remove we need, all do, of do that. Do we need you there? Yeah, that, and that's the thing is that, but because you see him like three times in the movie, maybe like the, like the beginning, yeah. the middle and the end. And by yeah. the end of the film, it's like, oh, oh yeah. That's exactly. Right. I had forgotten about him entirely. Don't care. And it was that, I don't care. <laughs> I don't actually care about that. So there's something with Hollow Earth that you seem to have a, a concern about. No, like, it's, like it's to just, okay. So it's, it's a cool concept, right? It's like okay, okay, yeah. let's let let's have it. Let's uh, let's see where they go with it. And it's like it's it seems like it's it's this place that is in the middle of planet Earth. You know, it's the center of of the Earth, and that's cool. You know, we can go there, and people die in trying to get there, and they got crushed in in under a second. You know sad moment okay cool but don't worry we've got we've got a solution we build a ship that would take care of it and, so, and i was like again i know it's a movie that is not centered around the human perspective and what we do but like the way they explained it away it was a bit like don't worry we'll just switch those buttons and then you'll you won't feel a thing or maybe you'll vomit a little bit but it will be cool you know won't you? and then so they, they have to get into it and then they, they find the, they, they've got those massive um spaceship that they've built yeah and then, like you said, they go through a bunch of force fields and a bunch of levels and different things going on. And you see that. Well, actually, the, the, the way shot is super cool. You've got that visual of it's like piercing through layers. Yeah. And it's like yeah, a yeah. needle piercing through. I thought that was pretty cool. That's where it got like interstellar-ish. Interstellar-ish, yeah. yeah. Right? But then it's like, how about we take those people that have never trained for anything that has to do with <laughs> traveling in a spaceship, including that, that little girl that was like seven or eight years old. Yep. Put him in there. Fuck it. You know, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what the side effects are going to be we don't know if we're going to make it but hey let's go anyway yeah it's like i was like huh like that's usually usually in all those films that like, you get to see a little bit of a of a montage of them like getting ready getting yeah, exactly. and, you know going for a few runs and lifting stuff you know and you know like all, a bit of science behind you know what i mean like like the, you you yeah. get you get tested on and they'll, they'll be like yeah because once you cross that field the chances of you um whatever it is you know this could happen to you but if you do this yeah. like we'll train you none of that they just went hey we're there this is what happened your dad died um like or somebody in your family died your brother died being crushed instantly with trying to reach that place yep off we go <laughs> it's like it's not like jumping in a car going to buy some milk in the, in the shop yeah. right it's just no <laughs> no uh, it, it, it's it's it i would have almost preferred like oh, load up the ship with the people that are, because then you can skip the montage if you just say like, we've got all these trained soldiers that are ready to go mm-hmm. and you get them on there. And then the little girl, because she's so sneaks attached in. to Kong, she sneaks in. 
yeah. right? And then, and then, then, then the, the her protector guardian person like sinks in with her. And there's like, okay, we got a story. Like I, I, I'd, I'd be down with that. It's like, oh, I hope they make it. And then I'd be invested in them, right? It's like, yeah. but this is just like, yeah, I'm gonna willingly just walk into the ship that, that has like extreme danger and like the previous person would just crush to death by it. I was like, aha, uh -huh, oh, sure. So just, okay, cool. <laughs> and, and then the, the part that that, but even that. I'll let it slide-ish, sure. but it wasn't great. But the part that really got me was like, we need to follow Kong down there. Huh? And <laughs> yes. it seems like the hole was built. There was clearly an access area that they had built that Kong's mm -hmm. like literally swinging through. And I'm like, yep. so why do you need to follow Kong? Like, clearly, you know where it is. Clearly, you know <laughs> how to get into it. And you've got the machine to get you there. It's like, could you just do you go? Him? <laughs> like, exactly. do you need him? So that's the part I was like, oh, that that that's just lazy writing right there. Like they could have found a, a better reason for Kong to escape down there. Like, like I don't know. There could have been something. Like Kong had like instinct kicked in, and then Kong went there. They followed him or something. I don't oh, know. He gets like, he gets attacked by another creature and uh, another monster, and uh, he's escaping, yeah. and then goes back in there. But uh, something, yeah, something else. Totally, there could have been weird. multiple ways, or even they could have gone in through Skull Island. Like I wouldn't oh, have been well, opposed that. to that because it, it it's already a pretty like they tell you that there's hollow areas below that because or more mm -hmm. so the creatures live below Skull Island. Why not following one of the skull cult, skull crawlers? Exactly. They get to like a, a different entrance to Hollow Earth. They could have done that. I would have been just as happy. And it would have been it attract better for me. It would have been kick ass. More CGI is in there. Now, totally. Talking about lazy writing, the, the one character I hated was the daughter of the of the guy from uh, the one, the one that goes into the ship and she goes into the dark head. Oh my um, god! Oh my god! The daughter of the bad guy. Oh, the daughter god. of the bad guy. And I was like, oh, she's so annoying. Like I was like, every scene she was in, I was like, I cannot wait for you to get crushed by someone by a monster. Turns out she gets crushed by by King Kong. I was like, yes, great. Uh, or one of those animals. But I was ah, like, oh, that's so. It was so badly written. It was so. I was like, it's it's so nineties. Almost to a point, it's like so, you know she's a bad one. Oh my god! There's some <laughs> culturally insensitive things that did happen this way, and I guess we should touch mm -hmm. on it lightly without getting too political about it. Mm -hmm. It's like one, of course, the Mechagodzilla is is being controlled by the one dude that's like that looks like he's from Asian descent. Of yeah. course, that would happen. It's like so stereotypical. I'm like, why? Why did you guys have to do that? It's like he's like, oh yeah, he's like. Yeah, it's like the, the, the brainy guy is going to strap it and do it and then like not really make it. I'm like, great. And then two is like, and then the two Latinos are played as like the bad guys that are super greedy and dumb. I'm like, okay, sure. We could have gone a different way with that. Uh, 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 so You've, you've so, got to give yes. the people what they want, man. Yeah. I was like, okay, that could have been different characters. <laughs> so, um, in French. Uh, uh, you make a point. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox about that for a minute. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I agree. And you and really, she her threat was not needed. You've got monsters around. You didn't need her as another threat. Absolutely, really, at all. They could have just gone there, got in the energy source, called it a day. That would have yeah. been it. Like even if the good guys would have gotten the energy source by accident. I would have been fine with that. But they're like, wait, wait, no, stop. I'm going to send my drone. I'm going to turn my guns on you and get the energy source. But then oh, immediately, not yeah, but then immediately be destroyed within like five minutes of me doing that. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. The, the, what made me laugh like was, was the, reaction, the reaction of the of the goody goody, as I call her. And she's yeah. like, no, what are you doing, man? Why are you yeah. still? We don't know what you can do. 
It's like, oh god, man! Are you literally uh, the writers? That, what were we thinking on that one? Like the whole, yeah. that whole scene there was like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Yes. This is what we don't need humans in this film. <laughs> Please stop. Exactly. Talking. Just <laughs> shut up. Like <laughs> honestly, just go back on the ship. Please. Yes. Uh, you could. I, I reckon you get away with the whole movie with just the the girls that can't that can't speak mm. and uh, Brian Tyree Henry, and I think you're done. I honestly yeah. think you're done. If yeah, you, you only both... focus on those two as characters, I think you still have just as good of a movie, and, and you can cover... take take the time back and give the monsters more time on screen. Exactly, Super they cover both <laughs> both both sides of the story. Like one is totally. King Kong, the other one is um, Godzilla, and boom, you, totally. we know what they're talking about. We know where they come from, and we know what they want. You're all set. makes sense. Um, what so? What's your overall take of the film? Like, what, because obviously good. you 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 you've enjoyed it, right? Yes, um, loved it. Uh, thought it was a great adventure movie. So this is actually one that I'm like, I'm, I'm actually told Aiden, you should watch this one. Um, yeah, same, same. Because I'm yeah. like, it's it's just a good old fashioned adventure movie of like going somewhere. It's like, it's it's kind of like the old Jules Verne sort of stuff, right? It's like mm-hmm. journey to the center of the earth and stuff like that. It's good old fashioned uh, adventure with some big monsters along the way. And the monsters actually get to battle each other as opposed to the humans. That's where it's different to some of the other adventure movies. It's not, that's where it is in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, I think it's a perfectly easy like recommendation for like kids of, of a certain age. Like I would say too small, like I wouldn't get Arabelle to watch it. No, um, no, no. But, uh, but what's, what's their like middle schoolers to high schoolers, yeah. high schoolers, definitely fine. I think even middle schoolers, if your kid has like a tolerance and an understanding that this is fake violence and that really yes. the world doesn't work this way, uh, it's fine. Whereas Kong Island, Harder to recommend in that sense, uh, yeah. but with this one, totally good time, man. Like super good time. I, I if it comes, if I get it, if if I've got my second shot in time, and movie theaters seem like they're got their s together, uh, I might even go rewatch it at movie theaters. I, it was really enjoyable. It's I, I thought it was entertaining, and I think that's that I keep repeating that almost every week. But it's like when I watch a film, when I watch a movie like that, the, those type of films. When you get out of it, were you entertained? Did you forget about everything else? Yeah, Did you yeah. were you taken out of reality? You know, that's that's what those movies are there for. Um, and that this one did it. This one did it. And when I was literally when I came out of it, I was completely satisfied. I was like, yeah, this I was yeah. promised fight between two big monsters. There was even more than that. I, I, I was expecting destruction. I was expecting um, completely crazy CGIs and you know and, and neon colors. Yeah. And that delivered, and I think it did the job well. And I think I think I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's one of those films where I, when I read other people's review, actually the 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 users review. If you go to on Metacritic, for example, yeah. Um, the 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 user review is is actually quite good. Yeah. Um, it's more the critics, film critics that were like, oh, you know, it's it's you know, it's not yeah. based in reality and stuff. I've actually read that comment a couple times. Like, this is not really based in reality. I'm like, did you know that you just watched a movie about King Kong and Godzilla? Exactly. How much reality were you expecting? Like, how much how much gra- grounded reality did you <laughs> did you were you promised none? It's just like good old fighting. Like, it's Pacific Rim with Godzilla. Yes, that's what it is. And King yes. Kong. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, and uh, so to my point is that I came out of the film with the same um, fulfillment, fulfillment, and and happiness that I came out from Pacific Rim. I yes, went, and I was like, yes, that's what I wanted. It ticked all yep. the boxes I was I was expecting. So, speaking yeah. of what you wanted, 
Tom, Ooh. what would you like next from these movies? If, well, if there's uh, a congr- if, if the monsterverse continues, if they unleash the monsterverse yet again, what would you like to see? The funny thing is, is the first point you have on on our doc is that monsterverse meets Pacific Rim, yeah. and that's that that's been in talks with uh, what's his name, the director of Pacific Rim. Guillermo del Toro. Um, <gasps> Are you yeah. kidding me? So they, they've, they've, oh. they've, they did talk about it. There's nothing done yet, but I've, I've read uh, an interesting article that said that he actually was approached by Lionsgate and Warner Bros. to actually do a crossover world between the two and have kaijus and, and big robots oh fighting God. each other and, and, you know, with Godzilla and all stuff like that. If that happens, I'm going to the cinema right away. Oh, I, dude, I, I, I'm there <laughs> every, and if it's directed or even just executive produced by Guillermo del Toro, I mean, he's, he's yeah. one of my all-time faves. Yes. Anything he does, I will watch relentlessly, yes. whatever people say. And um, for me, it would be awesome if it were actually like a team-up. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like, uh, like, like you could almost put in like the, um, like, the, you know, the, the, the recruitment sort of tropes of like, like Deadpool when he's like recruiting people or like when the yes. Avengers are coming Exports. together, it's like, it's like, yeah, like bringing people together. It's like, first you go and like, you get Kong and then like, then you go off and then you get Godzilla, but then it's like a mech shows up that fights alongside them against mm. the Kaijus. Right. Yeah. And then you bring the Kaijus from Pacific Rim as well. Like those new designs. And then they, the three of them have to fight against all of them. So, be amazing. so don't need to have a single human being show up except the one that's inside the mech's head. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, it, man. Exactly. You don't need and, a and, human interaction in there. And, and give Boyega another shot at, at Pacific Rim, man, with, with a proper plot this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So totally there think, for that. I think that would be, that'll be my, my one in... Because I don't, I don't know how many more movies you can do. How many more origin stories can you do with King Kong and Godzilla? How yeah. many more... You know, it's, it's, to me, it's the same. It's, it's, it's suffering from the same Batman issue. I call it the Batman issue, which is how many more times are you going to tell me the same story with Martha and the dad that gets yes. shot in the back alley of a, of a theater? I don't need to know that. Uh, we've, we've done it. It's not just a Spider-Man, Uncle Ben story. Um, you know, we know that Uncle Ben gets shot in Spider-Man, you know, and all that yep. stuff. And it's the same thing with the, with those two characters. I don't want to see more of that. I want to. So that's why I want to see the Pacific Rim crossover happen. Yep, because I would give it a fresh spin on it. Um, yes, but if they don't, they don't end up doing that, then I don't really know where you want to go from this. You know? Yeah, because like the, the ending of 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 Godzilla versus Kong is is kind of cool. It's like now they've they've come to the understanding of who the daddy is. Yep. The other guy has an understanding of the other guy is the apex, and he doesn't have to be like you said. Where do you go from there? Like, yeah. you need more new threats, but who from? Yeah, yep, exactly. And I think that that new threat could be Pacific Rim related. That would be great. Totally. No, and that's the thing where, where we kind of lean into the, the one of the two points I had around what we want to see next. It's like, I don't need this these movies to become grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need that. Uh, but I think thematically, there's more you can do with these movies, right? And what yes. I mean by that is like, there's like um, uh, climate change, right? Climate change could play a factor. It's like all of a sudden, because of things that we're, that us humans are doing, the kaijus are rising again because the earth yeah. is changing and it's awoken them, right? And it's like somehow we're, we're complicit in it. Like I want more human complicity in this. Um, and, uh, and I think that would be kind of an interesting one to touch on. But then you also go to like the roots of Godzilla and King Kong with Godzilla representing atomic bomb and King Kong kind of representing racism at the end of the day, right? It's like like yeah. the first iteration of Kong was a very racist movie at the end of the day. It's like, it was, it was an American fear put on the screen. 
Um, and whether it was deliberate or satirical, I I need to go back and check. Um, but either way, like you could lead into all those themes for us, like a a separate movie that maybe not the Pacific Rim one, but like a separate, Mm -hmm. like standalone movies or whatnot. Uh, because Kong kind of has like a little bit of that happening where it's like, I just want to be home. Right. It's like it's it's a yeah. person that's been displaced from their home and desperately just wants to get back to a place where he can be himself. Right. And, and that's a themes around the kind of the, the African diaspora uh, themes around like displacement of people, oh. slavery and stuff. It's like it's like I'm no longer home and I have to find my identity in this new place that desperately won't let me have my identity because they just want me to assimilate into what the rest of the white people want to do, right? Um, and it's like, I think there's an interesting theme there that if you want to go thematic with it, like you could, and with, and with Godzilla, it's about like, there are still atomic bombs in this world. And if we're not careful, something really bad can happen. And Godzilla represents that, right? It's like, what is the care that you need as a society when you know you have something like Godzilla around? Like, how do you manage that so that it be, it doesn't become a threat that you live under every day, right? It's like, which, which we, is we all know there could be a nuclear war any minute, as much as people are disarming, it's still yeah. there, that threat. And like somehow leaning into that threat, I think would be kind of interesting. Yeah, which is, which is leaning back into that that one sentence we we're talking about in the end of, of um, King's King of Monsters, which is you know Godzilla is on our side for now. Yes, and it's the same thing. It's like well, we, we have that weapon and nobody's pulled the triggers yet for now. You know, it's, yep. it's it's literally that. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. Yeah, we there could be more done on those things. Yep. I think it could it could be explored also. Yep. Uh, you know, what I'd like to explore Tom. My uh, breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was saying we're gonna wrap up and party people. Hey, <laughs> I like that. I like that the way you pivot. I like the way you yeah. pivot. All right, cool. Let's let's end it there then. Um hopefully we, we gave you a good um a good tour of the monsterverse. Yeah. Yes. Um it's there's a lot more to talk about, and again, this we, totally. we only uh, touch the surface of, of what it is and um and and what it represents and the themes that are running through it so it's it's a very interesting world i hope there's going to be a lot more um done with it Uh, by the sound of it there's going to be a lot more i think like we said it's going to be a netflix um netflix animate animated style style, um series that is going to drop i think it's going to be called skull island or something like that so it's 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 around that world and they'll be on they'll be on netflix only so it's it's a netflix netflix exclusive there's no date i think yet but it's it's in the works interesting that's it Anyway, we'll again say thank you to everyone who's been listening, subscribing, liking, sharing our stuff. Um, and if you've not done so, please go on your Apple podcast, on your Amazon podcast, on your Spotify, on your YouTube, on your on what else, on Instagram, on Twitter, and follow us. And, uh, you know, subscribe, follow, yeah. share our content, listen to it, download it, spread the love. Make sure you, you listen to us and only us, no other podcasts. Yes. Because uh, it's not cool, they're not cool as us, you know. Yes, we cool, we cool dads. Um, anyway, <laughs> as soon as we say it, we're instantly cool. <laughs> instantly cool. Um, anyway, thanks, JC, for joining and uh, you know, sharing your knowledge of Godzilla and, and King Kong. Totally, and thanks, thanks to Tom for being the, the mastermind and producer behind all this. So you guys don't yes. realize, but there's a ton that happens behind the scenes. There's a full department of people called, <laughs> called Tom that work on yes. this. It's full of Toms. And, uh, so thank you for all, all that you do for this podcast, sir. No, no, no. 
my pleasure um anyway <laughs> if uh, if you've not done so like i said previously please like share and subscribe we'll catch you in the next episode but i don't know what we're talking about in the next one again that's a running theme with us we do this on the fly oh it sounds like it but <laughs> we'll be back we'll be back next week for one more episode well there's a you know not just next week but we'll be there forever and ever um yeah that's it we'll catch you guys in the next one thank you for listening and we'll catch you all later Finish him.